What is the first movie you ever watched in a theater? No, they had a theater. They had a movie theater at his house, so. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Grew up in Vail. <laughs> so, just some telling. Yo, I am super excited. Do I start every episode with yo? Yo, yep. Yo. What? I don't know if I like that. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Yo. Yo. What up? Welcome to Funny How Life Works, where we use funny to help you understand how life works. This is one of our marriage episodes. It's really funny how marriage works, because right now, my amazing wife, who is my co-host, Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for my amazing wife, Ebony. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. Yes. Who is my co-host today, and she is my co-host tomorrow, and she's been my co-host for 18 years in every scenario. She is co-hosting me. You my co-host. That just sounded bad. Oh, <laughs> sir. My bad. Co-ho. Not even co. Like, you're the host, really. I'm the hostess. Yeah, we're really bad at, um. remember how bad we used to be when people would come to our house? Used to be. We used to be really un, we didn't know it though. No, no, it, it wasn't that we were bad host, hosts. It, mm-hmm. it was more so that we treated everybody like they were family. <laughs> so right. we were like, are you thirsty? Get something to drink. Yeah, what you, <laughs> yeah, what you, you thirsty? I, I know you're here to fix the sink, but then go ahead and put yourself a drink of water. Like we, do, we I, just, do I have to invite you to sit down? The couch is right there. Yes. <laughs> So again, this is funny how life works, but uh, we talk about marriage. We have a tour that's going on right now, depending on when you listen to this, called Funny How Marriage Works Tour, where we use funny live at events to help people understand how marriage works. We are not marriage experts. We've only been married one time, but uh, God has blessed us with some insights and some stuff that seems to be helping people for some reason. So God's using us. So thank you to him for letting us help them. Today's doggone guest. I'm going to tell you how awesome we are at helping people with marriage. <laughs> well, first, today's guest is going to blow you back. We are so poised and polished at helping people with marriage. These guests, because we're so profound in our marriage, we have a, we have a guest on, a great friend of ours who... I mean, just a great dude. He met his wife on um, on online. They got married. They have a beautiful son, and uh, they're no longer together. <laughs> and we want to find out. Uh, there was. We want to find out what went wrong. Like what happened. Mm-hmm. Like why did this thing not work? We're gonna pick it apart today, so you can better understand. Um, you might be asking yourself, "What can you learn from a married couple that when it didn't work?" What can you learn from the guy or the girl when the couple did it didn't even work? They didn't even do it right. They jacked this thing up. What could you learn? You're about to find out. Okay. I love this podcast. You'll be laughing out loud and all of a sudden, boom, something that can really help you drops in your lap. I like it because I unexpectedly learn about life. It is so funny. I get to laugh and learn about life at the same time. I like listening to Funny How Life Works with the car of my parents. <laughs> With the car and my parents. Okay. Yo. So now we're going to jump into this thing. We have a, you were going to say. A non-sponsor sponsor. A non-sponsor sponsor. You want to explain to what a non-sponsor sponsor is? A non-sponsor sponsor is an organization. Was it necessary for you to say it? Like repeat it? Did I I say it right? 
I was taught to do things in complete sentences. Okay, limit on my education. Oh, but but wait, yeah, I wasn't. This is weird for me now. <laughs> oh, wow, <clears throat> I am uneducated. Yes, a non-sponsor. Sponsor is an organiza- organization or a group of people that we particularly admire for the work that they're doing in the community. Yeah. So um, today's non-sponsor sponsor is. Boom. Funny for the forgotten. They got a brand new site up. Did you know they have a brand new website where you could go and learn about funny for the forgotten? You can give money. But what is funny for the forgotten? It's a lo- it's an organization that takes funny to the people who seem to have been forgotten. So we take laughter to homeless shelters and prisons, abuse children's facilities, and we, we make laughter commonplace and uncommon places. So if you want to help funny for the forgotten, by all means, do so by going to funny for the forgotten dot com or dot org or both mm-hmm. and get them cast some money or find out what you can do to help them and, and spread some laughter. Awesome. Cool. Uh, I'm excited about our guest. I am too. I you, am. Want, you want to do some voicemails first? Okay, cool. Let me see if I got one. I'm going to just scroll through my phone. It's not sure. Oh, it's not oh to the show. Number. Voicemail yes. to the show. To the yeah. podcast. All right, let's take a voicemail. We, hey, by the way, we have a voicemail. If you want to leave a voicemail and ask any question, we could answer your question right here on the podcast. Mm-hmm. The phone number is 214-308-1177. That's 214-308-1177. Go ahead and leave a voicemail. Just say, just you, you know how to leave a voicemail. If I mean, unless you're under 19, you probably don't know what a voicemail is. But let's listen to voicemail <laughs> right now. Michael Jr., I was wondering, did you know that Pastor Kyle's testimony of his swimming in the water, I completely identified it with God encouraging us to keep going, fighting the good fight. Thank you so much for sharing that. God bless you. Wow. I enjoy your podcast. That's cool. She was. She asked me if I knew that about her. <laughs> I'm going to have to say I didn't know that about you. I didn't even that know was you. A question, that was an unquestion. I think she was swimming <laughs> while she was asking the question, too. She was like, did you know? Thank you for being a fan. I so appreciate you. That's Thank awesome. you for sharing that encouragement, too. She's referring to the episode with me and Kyle. I think the episode is called when you run a merit when you run an iron man mm-hmm. but you're made out of tin <laughs> I think that's what it is but kyle ran an iron man and he <laughs> get past the first leg of it when you run an iron man and you're out of tin. hey by the way we have a oh giveaway my. we have a brand new giveaway that we've never given away before we're going to save it at the end of this podcast at the very end we're going to give you something for doggone free that really should cost you a grip at the end of this at the end of this podcast all right cool what else you want to do um for all y'all who are listening and watching please don't forget to subscribe and leave comments we love to see those yeah i read the comments all the time in fact let's read a comment now what is one of our comments we want to read about the podcast you want to pull some up apparently you don't you only got your phone on you that's okay you got five kids but your phone is nowhere around you Mm-mm-mm. What does that say about her as a mother? It says she trusts her kids. That's what it say. While y'all helicopter parents out there. All right, here's an episode. Here's a comment right here. Wait, I want to play this one. By the way, did you guys know we changed the order of our podcast on how often we're doing it? Did you, you guys aware of that? Oh, comments right here. Boom. I'm just gonna read one. I'm just gonna let you read one of those comments. Not because that font's too small, but just because just whatever comment you want. Go ahead. Probably a, a good one about me. Um, 
It says, A, I just want to let you know before you told us he was a pastor. I was like, dang, his parents gave him a jacked up name, Pacow. <laughs> that is hilarious. You think his parents named him Pacow? Yeah, Pacow's mama just turned 86 years old. 82. She turned 82 today. She looks like she's 86. <laughs> I'm she just looks great. We got that kind of relationship. His mom is beautiful. We got put. We're gonna pull up a picture of his mom because she is beautiful yes. and, and available. And you wish you had skin like that? her when you was eighty two. Yeah, yeah, turn yeah. She looked. She looked great. All right, let's do this. We're going to go ahead and introduce our guests. How do I set these humans up? How do I set this guy up? I should say, amazing individual, brilliant. I met him on the road. I sound. I know. I sound like Kenny Rogers. But I met this guy originally on the road, and um, he was the guy who greets me when I get to a venue, and immediately we connected. He's awesome, just a great dude, just somebody I absolutely love. He he runs everything Michael Jr. touring, but I want you to hear his story about uh, what happened in his marriage. So with no further ado, uh, his name is Michael McCutcheon. We call him Mac. Mac. Almost Mac with an X, because this dude maxes out everything he does. So, please welcome my man, Mr. Michael McCutcheon, to the show. Wow, thank Great you. Great guy. Thanks, Michael. It's good to be here. Yeah, man. Cool. Where are you at right now? Where are you at geographically? I am in Charlotte, North Carolina. Cool, man. Cool. So, let's jump in, man. We're going to jump right in. We've been friends for a while. Like, like, you're just an awesome dude. We love you. Like, you're really cool. You were married when we met, right? Yeah. Yeah. You were married, married when we met. When we met. And then uh, now you're not. Let's just jump right to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the punchline. <laughs> so, um, wow. This is called Funny How Life Works. And we do a tour called Funny How Marriage Works. And yours didn't work. How could it not work? <laughs> and we friends. But at the time, we weren't really working on marriage stuff yet. But um, there was a point, you guys meet, things seem to be going well. Me and you were close, but we weren't really, well, you just tell me, where do you want to start at? What do you want the people to know? Well, well, I, you know, I think talking about that too, I mean, we have been, we've been doing life together for a while. And, you know, a part of that is some of, some of what we were going through in marriage was difficult from the gate. Um, mm -hmm. And when we showed up, we really were creating a picture of a, of a good marriage. And, but mm. there was, I don't think there was, there were pockets of good marriage. It, it was not consistently a good marriage mm. um, for, for, for each of us. And mm -hmm. so I think when we showed, when we showed up, it was, it was more like, yeah, look at how in love we are. Like everything is so amazing. And here you and I are, we're on the road together. We spent like 160 days on the road that first year. I mean, wow. Like wow. That was the first year of your together. marriage. I didn't realize that. Wow. Now, listen, I want to I want to give a note. Well, first year of us together. Yeah. First year you guys together. We did 160 shows. That mm -hmm. is bananas, dude. I do want you to know. I got to let you know that whatever you say with regards to what went wrong with the marriage, be wise, because we're also going to have her on the podcast 
at some point as well. So make sure you're saying the right stuff because you, I'm just saying, dude, there's, there's two stories to every side. <laughs> so, okay, what happened? What Man, was why'd it? you tell me that? We could have just gone really crazy. <laughs> no, no, I want That's you to funny. do your thing. Tell, 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 tell us whatever we need to hear. We're got, when, what was the first indicator that snap this thing may not be working out? Well, I think, you know, I think probably the first thing that showed up early on was really the ways in which we, this is going to sound, but the ways, this is like even the pre-marriage phase, but the ways in which we had conflict was really, really, really unhealthy um, mm. from the gate. And I think that that just multiplied when you get married. And so um, I have, I, I had a withdrawal tendency. I would kind of shut down and just want to escape the situation. Mm. And she had a, no, let's go. Let's, let's, you know, let's, let's yell about this. Like that's okay. And so, um, so I think that was, that was, you know, and then all of a sudden you're like sharing a home together and, um, <laughs> those things aren't lighter, they're bigger. Um, mm. and then I think the, the, kind of the turning point, I think when I was like, uh, oh, it was kind of like, I guess my, uh, oh moment was, um, her, the, really the closest thing that she had to a father had passed away. Um, and she didn't grow up without a dad. And so there was this moment in time when all of the guards came down and it was just very, very raw. And as I was trying to navigate that, the source of so much of it started to show up for me. And yeah. that's that I, I grew up, I grew up very driven. Uh, I've always been a very driven person. I just want to do everything I can to do better than anybody around me, which is all. Thing. But, yeah. Uh, and now I'm showing up in marriage. Great for me, by And the way. marriage is. <laughs> it's worked. It served its purposes in my right. life. <laughs> and in the others' lives other than my ex-wife. So that's a great but, point. Uh, so here's the thing though. So in, mm -hmm. in that in that drive, even before you got married, you were trying really, really hard to really prove something, but you didn't know you were trying to prove. Mm -hmm. You were trying to yes. I think me and you together as friends locked down a phrase that was really your fuel. And, and can you share that phrase and then maybe talk about how it affected the marriage? The, what we, what we discovered together is that what was fundamentally driving me is, um, why am I not enough? Um, mm -hmm. and it, and it showed up in everything in every area where, you know, and I would go through these bits and spurts in both work and in relationships where I'm like, okay, if I can just do one more thing, I'll be enough. I can show them that I'm good enough or smart enough or, 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 you know, any of this. And then in, in marriage, it was, okay, let me just do one more thing. And then maybe I'll be a good enough husband. Mm. Right. And in the midst of all that, I'm feeling this constant cycle of failure, both in life in work and in my relationship. And mm -hmm. so now let me just say for I the people so they understand, I'm sorry, Mac, let me just pause right there. No, you're, you're good. Yeah. So people understand it is he wasn't saying this out loud. No. This was running in the background. Why am I not enough? How can I be a better husband? How can I, how can I, how can I constantly running in the background? Invisible driver. But it was impossible to actually achieve. And then it showed up in his marriage, right? Go, okay, pick up from there, Mac. Yeah. And, and all of a sudden, and, and you're so right. I had no idea this was present. And it's interesting looking back on it now, I can see how it was present everywhere. Yes. And yet in the midst of it, I had no idea it was there. Literally had no idea. And it had mm -hmm, been there since mm -hmm. my childhood. And so 
I think all of a sudden I started, it was like, I think that one of the big revelations I had is marriage was the first thing that no matter how hard I tried, it seemed like I couldn't do it good enough. And that just started to create this sense of consistent failure, like Mm. to the point where when I look back on it, I felt like I was waking up in the morning failing because I was waking up next to somebody that I felt like I was failing. Wow. And that no matter how hard I tried to love her, no matter how many new ways I came up to serve her, I subscribed to RSS feeds, if you guys remember what those are, mm-hmm. so I could learn no, about Backstreet no Boys and Clay Aiken, because I knew that she liked... <laughs> <It's> so <laughs> oh funny. Oh my goodness. What would be my version of that right now? Uh, uh, Michael Jackson in New Edition? Is that if I was doing that for you? Be, yes. Probably, yeah. Something okay. like that. Wow. Because I didn't. I don't know any of those white people you just mentioned here, buddy. <laughs> I have no idea what you're referring to. Wow. Give us a little tune of one of those two. Bye bye. Is that one of them people? Bye bye bye. Oh no, that's in sync. Oh See, my bad. We don't I don't know either. Sorry, buddy. Wrong demographics. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh, wow. Wow. So Anywho. here's what's really beautiful about what you're saying is I can see. I want you guys to listen because there's two really awesome things that's going on. Mac and his wife going through this is really what God kind of used to amplify and open up me and Ebony's eyes to the to the pain that marriages are going through. When you guys split up, we were like, it it hurt. Yeah, it was like it hurt a lot, and it was one of the reasons I wanted to come alongside you, and we were able to find some of those things like why am I not enough and all of that stuff. But I want the listeners to understand this. Notice how he's talking about how what was driving him this whole time, him not being enough. Everything that he just said right now could absolutely, unquestionably be, he, he could change it to no matter what I did, she wasn't satisfied. Mm-hmm. No matter how many times I did this, she wouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. He could easily push out at her with every single thing he said right now, but instead, He's he it's not as if I want you to understand it's not as if he's blaming himself because a push out, which some of you guys will understand if you've done the funny how marriage works course, he could push out and blame her and say it was her fault. It was her fault. Or he could push out and blame himself. Mm-hmm. I did this wrong. I shouldn't have did that. But he's not he's not doing either one. He recognized that he had some thinking in his mind and he didn't even have control of how he was operating as a result of it. He owned it. And now I can't wait to you see where he is now with regards to this. Yeah. Anything you want to add about what you've observed about uh, Mac? And um, it's just been um, it's just been amazing just watching Kim come to the realizations of his role in things. You know, like it's 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 rare. Like people just don't do that they stay in that place of i did everything i could i did everything right and sh- and she or he was still crap afterwards <laughs> like they still responded negatively like it's always the other person's fault but sometimes just taking a a break to say okay well but how did i play a role in this it really can make a world of difference right and he he even went a step further because i still you remember when we sat down at that restaurant right Talk, yep. talk. How has it shifted once you understood that you had this hunger, this question in your subconscious that was driving your behavior completely? Mm-hmm. How, and we talk about this in the course as well. Funny how marriage works course. But how did it feel 
when you figured that out? How, how did things look? What happened? Tell me, t- talk to us about what happened when you had the revelation. Yeah, well, I mean, the first the first thing that happened, I think, was, you know, this, I, it, I noticed at first was that everything began to slow down. And it was really, it was interesting how life began to slow down for me. Um, and then there was that moment of all of a sudden, every neuron in my brain connected because Ebony, I mean, even what you were saying is when I look back on that, I have the revelation that I have now because I have the clarity that I have now, but it was Mm. really interesting when you were talking about, he could have blamed her for this. He could have, the reality is, is now I I get to see it through that lens, but in the midst of it. Yeah. Oh my word. That was the, that were, there was so much of that. I had the internal sense of failing. Like everything I was doing was never going to be enough. Mm -hmm. And then as a result of that, I'm looking at it like, what more could I do? Like what? I'm doing everything I can. And so it's like this perfect merger of just failure with failing. So listen, so, so listen, prior to this revelation and this understanding, which is really you not conforming to the ways of this world, but being transformed by the renewing of your mind. Prior to this, what type of things did you try to do in order to soothe that discomfort that you weren't even aware of. Oh man. So there was what I, I also kind of grew up with an internal um, wiring that, um, you know, if, unless you're feeling anything good, you just need to get over it. Like, you know, if you're feeling sad, if you're feeling angry, if you're feeling bad, you just need to get over that. Um, and that's not how emotions work. And so when you take, when you take the combination of, feeling like I'm not good enough in anything that I do except in bits and spurts. Well, that means that when I'm doing good, I'm doing great. But when I'm not doing good, I don't know how to deal with those emotions. Mm -hmm. Um, And so then the perfect storm showed up for me in the form of coping mechanisms, which fundamentally any one of them helped numb or distract what Mm. the negative feelings that I was feeling. And so when you, when you add all that up, I mean, that looked like, uh, you know, at first, at first it was medication. I, I was going to, uh, I was going to a doctor and I uh, was being put on medication. I was on Adderall, which was great. You know why Adderall, I look back on this and I was like, he just, he, um, that diagnosed me with ADHD, which I'm a pretty hyperactive person. Um, but, uh, even in this conversation, I can look back on it. Adderall increases your focus. Oh. which allowed me to focus on only the things that I liked <laughs> right? That's what and you ignore need. the things that were hurting me that I could wow. have worked on, that I could have been involved in, that I could have been engaged in. I mean, here, here we are navigating this difficult marriage and halfway in, I get on Adderall, which all of a sudden starts serving every area of my life professionally. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also makes me really good at, at video games. <laughs> at <the time>. <laughs> 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 right. So, uh, that is awesome. Yeah. And, By the way, they're a sponsor. It, what no, it, they're, yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. No, it's really good <laughs> for all areas of life. No. Um, and, and it's interesting here, like having this conversation, I get to look back on that. And all, it, it's in this moment that I'm realizing that I was, I was taking that medication to self-soothe, focusing on the things that I liked so that I could ignore the things that were hurting me because mm. there was this inner child in me that was also taught if, if it doesn't feel good, you just got to get over it. And that mm. doesn't work. So let me focus wow. on something so I can ignore the hurt. And then that showed up further in alcohol. I mean, alcohol is a great, is, is great at numbing. 
Mm. Um, and so, you know, now, now also in the form of alcohol, it became a coping mechanism. So between the Adderall focusing on things that I like, and then when those negative emotions showed up, great, I'll drink until I don't feel them. Mm. Wow. And, um, and yeah, then what so, happened? How did the, how did all of that work out for you? <laughs> Horribly. <laughs> I don't even know if I, uh, at the so end bad. of this, at the end of this point of time, what was your address? <laughs> Tell us what your address was when, uh, when I, when I listen, the Holy Spirit, as we, we, we can't get into it now, literally said to call Mac McCutcheon. And when I called you, because at this point you weren't working for him anymore, when I called you, yep. what was your address? I kind of remember My you were address, in your car when I called, but where were you living? Yeah, yeah, I was living, I had, I had great amenities, 24 hour access to, uh, to community access. I've got a great gym and it's because I was living in the Walmart parking lot. <laughs> so, you know, it was... It was, you know, I had, I had a beautiful mountain view, so that was nice. I had panoramic windows with the, with the sunroof. Right. So yeah, no, it was, it was, yeah, I was seven months in. I remember when you called me, you were like, so what you, you know, what are you, what are you up to? I was like, ah, uh, you know, a little of this and a little of that, you know, just, uh, <laughs> just Dude, sleep awful. in yeah, the back bad. of his Subaru. Not. He mm -hmm. laid his Subaru out, put some yep. blankets down there and was living in the back of his Subaru. So mm -hmm. we're going to put a bow on this thing because on our next episode, we're going to be talking to your ex-wife. Mm -hmm. Just want to be clear about that, bro. But tell them like, where are you at now? We've done, me and you have done some work together and it's really all God, completely God. But some of the yeah. things that we've done together are exactly what has ended up in the course we created called Funny How Marriage Works. Like God really like, dude, I don't know if you understand this, but God really set you up with us to help us shape and hone this course. Because when you guys didn't make, like we were hurt for real. Like we were like that stuff hurt a lot, but it wasn't for nothing. Right. So what, how would you wrap up where you are now as a result of going through some of the steps and some of the stuff that we've walked you through, uh, that we've just kind of been able to walk you through and God is just really like, give us a, a snippet on that before we go. Absolutely. Well, yeah, I, I would, you know, full of peace, full of love. Now I've replaced the, you know, that, that negative driver in my life. I've been able, it was, it was rocket fuel and it, but it would only work in bits and spurts. And so now there is a consistency in which I approach relationship. There's a consistency in which I approach, um, to, to work. And then also the best part about it is as a result of the things that we've gone through, I don't have that dog chasing me mm. with those scary teeth running behind me. That's just pushing me into overdrive. Cause mm. I would, I would just go through these constant cycles of mm -hmm. self-destructive. Mm. I would be doing great and amazing. And then out of nowhere, people are like, what in the world just happened? Wow. And that, that dog would bite me and that's what would happen. But now <laughs> yeah. I don't, I'm not being chased. Wow. I am, I am now chasing the things that I want. Yeah. I am now chasing the things that I love. I am now waking up in the morning full of peace and love mm -hmm. and joy. Mm -hmm. I did not, I can tell you with full confidence, there is no way that I thought how I operate and feel on a daily basis was physically possible. Mm. I spent wow. the vast majority of my life thinking that I was defective. I used to joke with, with my ex-wife when we were married that I was a factory defect. Mm. Whoa! And I don't I, I don't live that way anymore. 
I, I, I get to just be me and love the people around me. And, and what's, I would think probably one of the biggest shifts that happened is when I was living in those old thought patterns, all of that, I'm not enough. I'm not, I'm not good enough. I'm not this, I'm not that. It all has to do with looking at me all the time, 24 hours a day. Mm-hmm. That's a terrible place to live. Mm. And so the, the great thing about what I've learned as a result of the things that, that you, that we worked on together that you taught me is now I spend far more of my day getting to look at the way that I get to serve people. I mean, getting to do what we do with these marriage events mm-hmm. to be able to go out and have this deep desire just to help people not end up where I was and to not have their marriage end up where, where mine did. And yeah. so I just think, I think it's just mm-hmm. if the drivers got replaced, the, the, the negative mindsets got replaced, the self-destructive tendencies got replaced. And, but, but the, it's not like, ah, I don't know. It's amazing. Absolutely dude, amazing. I, we <laughs> are so, it, but, I, but, dude, but I do want to just say this, the gratitude that I feel in my life, that our lives, cause the reality is, again, if I hadn't gone through what we went through journeying, both in the difficulty, but then also in the things that we did together, there's not a lifetime where I get to enjoy what I have. I would still have all that stuff playing in the background and Goodness I've got, I would gracious. get out of the car, but I would just, I might be years away from ending up in a car again or some version of it. So yeah, um, you far from that now, man, his brother just is gratitude. doing well. It's like super, super well. Wow. <laughs> Okay, I gotta go off the cuff, dude. First of all, let me just say I am proud of you, dude. Like for real, like the the growth that you've made. And I've had a conversation, which like I'm not just going by what you're saying. I'm looking at your son. I'm looking at how he's responding to you. I'm looking mm-hmm. at your ex wife. I'm mm-hmm. looking at how people are responding to you at events. Like who is this guy really? And I'm telling you, everything he's saying is absolutely the case. The shift that he's made is significant, and it could only be because of capital him not be it's it's completely vertical it is it is not a horizontal thing at all so i'm gonna go off the cuff the off the cuff moment i want to go off the cuff on is when mac slash michael mccutcheon talked about being chased by a dog so as an audience member i want you to imagine if you will um whatever your name is i want you to kind of insert yourself into this story there's two of you there's you a and then there's you b and both of you have a mountain that you're going to run up to you a wants to run up the mountain. You B is getting chased by a dog. You guys have are in the same shape. You look the same. You even arrive to the top of the mountain at the same time. Mm-hmm. How does you A feel when it gets there? Mac, I'll let you answer for him. How does you A feel in a word? How how did how does the A who wanted to run to the mountain feel? Exhausted burnt out well the one scared the one who wanted to run to the mountain versus the one who was getting chased by the dog a is the one who oh, wanted to oh. run to the mountain. yeah the How one did, who wanted to run to the mountain is excited i mean excited energized and the ub who was getting chased by yeah. a dog feels what exhausted uh um like you can't go any further that, exactly uh, this is as far as this is as far as i can go i gotta i gotta rest now exactly yeah. The UA is excited and accomplished. The UB is exhausted and afraid. Which one are you? And what are you going to do to change it if you're not A? Mm -hmm. You can change it. You can't look outside yourself. Peace does not come from changing your circumstances. True peace comes from not allowing your circumstances to change you. 
boom that is the off the cuff moment i am michael jr it is funny how life works Boom. All right. So we're going to do a question generator. You got to spin the wheel, Mac. You got to spin the wheel like this and a random question is going to pop up. and You got to answer it. And then remember, we're going to have your wife on next, bro. You just <laughs> spent the wheel. You want to read the question to him, love? Sure. It says. What is the first movie you ever watched in a theater? No, they had a theater. They had a movie theater at his house. So hmm. <laughs> <laughs> grew up in Vail. <laughs> so, just some telling. <laughs> yeah, TV. Got to watch TV on the movie theater. <laughs> What's the first thing you ever seen? Movie you ever seen in theaters? I don't know. I I don't I don't remember the first memory that I have of seeing a movie yeah. was Titanic. Yeah. though. That was Titanic? actually the very like the, the my my origin. Oh. Yeah. Titanic. Yeah. yeah, the first, the yeah. first, the earliest memory that I have was seeing. I know it wasn't the first one I saw in theaters, but it was the earliest I can remember seeing a movie in dope. theaters was Titanic. Any, I was a teenager, and there might be reasons for that. Before we let you go, any, any, <laughs> any comments you want to retract? Because we're about to have your wife on the very next episode. Uh, <laughs> like anything you want to take no back about how amazing you are now, or any of that stuff. Like you want to, you want to kind of soften that up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> No. Oh, no. Okay, you going you yeah, yeah. that's your final answer? Uh so, I, yeah, I don't want to take now this has been a good conversation. I don't want to take it any back, but we can we can uh, go ahead and let her speak to it. So we'll Okay, we'll find out. All right. We're, next episode we're going to have her on. Dude, you're awesome. Thank you so much, Thanks, Mac. Mac. Everybody give Mac a round of applause for being on the show. Awesome. Oh, cool. All right, go book some more tours, dude. Like I need you to go do that, okay? Some more <laughs> funny how marriage works tour. <laughs> So, yo, everybody, right, we have a guys. giveaway, something we want to give everybody. Uh, you want to tell them what it is? Yes, uh, we have something called Four Things That You Can Do Right Now to Improve Your Marriage. And it is like awesome. It's like a little mini course that you get to have for free. Yeah, it's a mini course. We're going to send it to you via email. But all you have to do is go to michaeljr.com slash four things. That's michaeljr.com slash four things. And we're going to send it to you for free. Like you'll get it in your email Four things that you can do to improve your marriage right now. We absolutely love you. You guys are amazing. Go get the thing done. Deuces. <laughs>